All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, Dr. Lara May is back with us. And today we're talking about the physical, energetic and spiritual gift of a holiday detox. And we're just talking about how it's almost Thanksgiving in the U.S. And so people are getting ready for, you know, decorating their houses and getting ready for Thanksgiving. And so it's interesting that we're talking about a holiday detox during this conversation. So <laughs> some of what we're going to talk about today is going to be about like why detox before or during the holidays. Why not just wait until the new year? How sugar, carbs, and stress weaken your immune system. Absolutely. How are detoxes spiritual? What is the light body detox framework and how is it dif different? We're going to do, uh, we're going to experience a live guided energy detox. And for those of you who don't know Dr. Laramie, she's been with us before many times, and she is a functional medicine clinical specialist. She's a master intuitive healer and channel and international teacher and speaker on a mission to empower you to take an active role in your healing journey to achieve holistic health mastery of the mind, body, and spirit. Um, so please join me in welcoming Dr. Lara May back to the show. Dr. Lara, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me back. I'm so excited to talk about this today. I know it's probably not the most popular topic on the planet, but I think <laughs> it has a lot to offer all of us. So, <laughs> oh, Absolutely. I always learn so much when, when you come on the show and you're talking about detoxes or just anything to do with the physical body and nurturing it, etc. I always learn so much. Um, so we are going to be taking live caller questions so you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat if you are here in the Zoom with us um, right now. So I just want to get started. <laughs> so pie does it for you, <laughs> Randy. Yes. And I know at this time, um, people eat, I, I mean, people eat a lot of pumpkin pie, right? Um, it's, you know, for us in Canada, Thanksgiving was back in October, right? And so in October, the, the pumpkin pie season starts, right? And it, and it like, it goes for a little while, then it takes a little break. And then Christmas time, pumpkin pie comes back, right? So pumpkin pie is a big thing, but all pies, I totally agree. Apple pie, I'm a big fan. <laughs> and pecan pie, I'm a big fan. Um, <laughs> and of course, I, I have a sweet tooth. I really do. So I know how you said, we're talking about in the intro, how sugar, carbs, and stress can weaken your immune system. And so I, like I said, I have a sugar tooth. And so I'm trying to cut back. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm, I'm doing better. When I was in the, when I was in Canada just now, I ate a lot of sweets, all the ones that my mom made, because, you know, she made them for me. But then I said, after, when I go back home, that's it, no more. So I've been pretty good, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of my big messages and tenets anyway, it's just to always be gentle with ourselves. You know, we, this, this life is not about deprivation or about, you know, um, being hard and so strict on ourselves. So definitely enjoy the time of the holidays. Um, but the reason that I wanted to talk about a detox through the holidays, and right now in the US, we're um, just before Thanksgiving, and then we have a month before Christmas. And so mm -hmm. my thought process through this was like, well, that's a perfect time to actually squeeze in a little two week detox. And the way I like to set them up is you give yourself a week of prep time. And so you give yourself that time to start weaning down the sugar, weaning down the caffeine, weaning down the alcohol, start to maybe also think about what your sleep cycle has been like and try to 
you know, have a more consistency with that. And so then when you start the quote detox protocol, then your body is already a little prepared and it's not so rough. And so that's also sort of this concept of doing a holiday detox so that when you get to the new year, it's not such a shock to the system and it's actually easier for you to move in. If, even if you want to do another one in January after the holidays, you totally can. Um, and it's actually, you'll probably be a little easier for you. So that's just a little bit of the foundation of where this is coming from. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm not muted. And so, you know, I agree, but about the moderation, absolutely. And there is, you know, there's times when um, it is better for our body to do the detox. You know, so like, like between Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving and Christmas is a great time because we know that during Thanksgiving, we're all going to eat a lot of stuff. <laughs> there's no question, right? We go to the family and we eat a lot of stuff. And then at Christmas, again, the same sort of thing. So in between that, we can start to do that detox and we're detoxing basically from what we did on Thanksgiving and then just cleansing our body and our system so that we are better prepared for as we move forward into Christmas and New Year's and then we can detox again. But, you know, like even with the detoxing, it's not just about the food. It's not just about um, any of that. It's, it's, it's also energetically detoxing and, and, you know, we store a lot of chemicals and, you know, yucky stuff in our body, right? So we want to detox some of that too, so that we can be stronger to handle all the stress. Because, you know, I mean, I remember in the past with Christmas, it was always a very stressful time. All the, all the shopping, all the, I'm not going to say baking, but all the <laughs> wrapping, all the presents, like do, all of that stuff, right? It was a lot on our plates. And so um, I think if we do the detox before that, then we are better equipped to handle all that. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it, it starts, like we said, you know, in the Western world around these holidays of all these expectations that we put on ourselves that, that, you know, the expectations of the society has of just the season in general. And it's totally fine to eat whatever you want during the holiday. But in order for us to maintain our healthy life, or even maybe to start a new leaf of getting healthy, being healthy, trying to create health and wellness in our life, we really need to start being mindful. And you're right, it's absolutely not only about the food. Food is a big part of it. But there's also, you know, what are we thinking? What are all those emotions, you know, because the holidays, we're around family, and that can bring up a lot from the past, even, you know, or just even if we're not around family, just the holiday itself can sometimes be triggering for people. And so it's actually a really good time to become aware of those thoughts, of those emotions, and give yourself that gentle space to feel them, to process them, to forgive yourself, um, you know, and then also express gratitude for yourself, for showing up for yourself, detoxing and cleansing is really an act of self-love for our bodies, our souls, and our minds. And when we allow ourselves that space to just say, oh, thank you. You know, thank you, soul. Thank you, spirit. Thank you, body. Thank you, body container for taking me through this life. And, you know, even if it's not what we want it to look like or the size or the shape or any of those things, 
it's what we have now. And, you know, in order for us to create all those things that we want, we have to be appreciative of where we are now so that we can uh, bring in that awareness and make those choices um, to change if we want. Uh, uh, totally. And, you know, and that's the thing we forget about ourselves, right? Nurturing ourselves, caring for ourselves when we are going through the this holiday season, you know, and um, everything that we're experiencing, we forget how important uh, we are in the whole process, right? We're, we're, we're doing and doing for everybody else. We're giving and caring and all that is great, but we can't forget about ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, again, it's just one of the best things you can do for yourself, even, you know, you can pick one thing out of a detox too. You don't have to do the full thing, like whatever you choose to do for yourself, just know that that is adding to your foundation. And so that when you come back to a practice like this later, you're already stronger because of the choices you made previously, if that was the path that you chose. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, you know, like, um, Sometimes I, I, I find for myself specifically, and I think you know, other people can also relate, I don't really know how to detox. I don't know what the right thing to do is. I don't know, you know, I mean, you sure I can you know, Google it and stuff, but it even, you know, even still, it's like, well, how do I know I'm doing it the right way? And what is the right way? And for my body specifically, how do I know what the right thing to do is? You know, I mean, like if some, like I tried doing the, um, the celery juice every morning kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was okay. But the, the celery here in Austria it was crap. It was like the worst thing. It's like, I can't, I don't even want to, it was awful. So like, I can't do it, you know, but it was a lot of work, right? And it was very messy and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't like that, you know? So, um, you know, it didn't last for me because it's like, I wasn't sure exactly what the benefit? I mean, I could have searched. I mean, I know what the benefits were, but it just didn't work for me and my body. Right, it just didn't resonate, and that's a, I totally, I totally get that too. I, I also myself have tried to be consistent and diligent with that celery juice in the morning, <laughs> and I will be quite honest, I don't even like celery. So in order, <laughs> I, I like don't just, either. Yeah, exactly. I'm a grown yeah. ass woman. I'm gonna try this. I can convince myself to like it, and yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I totally get it. (laughs) But um, what I will say is that when a lot of this is about planning and creating a sacred container for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think if we bring the sacred into the concept of detox, then we can, it'll, it'll resonate differently. And the big question is why, why are you doing this for yourself? I mean, I can tell you the reasons that it's good for the physical body and, you know, that it's good for the, you know, the soul and the mind and, you know, or maybe weight loss and, you know, all the different things, your immune system, but at the same time, it's your personal why that's important, the why you've decided to say yes to move through this practice. And so that's one of the, and then you said, you know, there's a lot to do too, which is, can be true. And so that's another thing for that prep week before the actual is getting, you know, looking at your list. Okay, well, what are you going to eat? How can you prepare ahead of time for it? Um, Gather all your ingredients. Maybe I like to like set aside one day of the week where I can prep as much as possible 
for the week ahead because, you know, I'm just like the rest of you out there. I have a job, you know, it's busy. You get up, you, you know, get ready, go to work and yeah. repeat however many days in a row that you do that. So yeah, yeah. Um, first thing in the morning, you know, is, it can be very hectic, especially if you have kids and spouses, you know, like all that stuff, you know, it's, it's, all, it's already a very hectic time. Yes. So making that special sacred container for yourself and saying, okay, I, if I'm going to make this successful, then I need to be prepared and also figure out how it's going to fit in my life. Uh, You could do it as, you know, if you're able to take time off, which I mean, if any of us have that luxury, hallelujah, to take time off and do it in a sort of um, more isolated container where you're just at home and that would be, you know, beautiful and ideal to really remove a lot of that stress from our daily lives too. And maybe whatever we're being exposed to throughout um, our days. And we haven't really talked about this yet, but one of the reasons that we should seasonally detox is because of all the things that we're exposed to on a daily basis. Even if we're living and eating the cleanest life possible, it's just unfortunately a fact of our modern world that we are bombarded by things that are really just aren't good for us. But if we help our body release them, then we can, again, create that foundation of less inflammation, less stress, a more sustainable um, foundation that will take us into later life healthier too. So, um, So I would say my number one advice to those that are going to plan to do a holiday detox is to really give yourself that dedicated time and space and decide, okay, when am I starting? When am I finishing? You know, what days am I working? And on those days, you know, what's the food going to look like or the juice or whatever you're going to do and prepare for that. So when you wake up in the morning, maybe you only have to prepare a few things, or maybe you did it the night before or a few days before and it's refrigerated and you can just grab your beautiful glass containers with all your amazing things in there and take it with you and, you know, be on your way. Um, so those are definitely things, yeah, to think about. And, 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 you know, prep, prepping ahead of time, you know, prepping on, on a Sunday for the full week. That's awesome. I think we can, most of us can do that. Right. Um, and again, it is about honoring our body and honoring where we are in the season, even right now. And knowing that, you know, it's like, I used to be stressed out during Christmas, but it's like knowing that stress is coming up. What can I do now to build that really, that resilience, clear my system of all the extra stuff that doesn't belong. And then at the same time, feel good you know, feel good in the body and feel like um more energized so that i can handle what's what's coming up next right and i think that's that's the biggest thing is like how can we like what can we do for ourselves to be stronger in the in in the physical body the emotional body the mental body the spiritual body so that we can have more joy during the holiday season because it's supposed to be a joyful season right right So, and that's one of the things, especially, so the one that's coming up is the winter detox and, um, the, you know, winter is a time for rebuilding. If you think about, you know, um, animal cycles, they, a lot of animals hibernate in the winter and why do they do that? You know, so 
it's we're we are animals also and we're moving through this world and this planet with the seasons and so it actually creates more ease and flow if we're able to honor that part and honor that season so we're rebuilding we're repairing and when we decide to do a cleanse or a detox we're also allowing our body to rebuild and repair and rest and you know be more conscious and aware and one of the aspects of my detoxes is the mindset part and so i encourage you know all the clients that i work with to get a journal if you don't have one already and you know just have a morning gratitude practice because that's a great way to even if you're not detoxing it's a great way to like set yourself up for you know a beautiful positive appreciative mindset and so that when things maybe go a little wonky later in the day, you're already vibing up here. And so if your vibration drops a little, then, you know, it, it won't necessarily hopefully plummet yeah. versus if, you know, we wake up on the quote wrong side of the bed and then, you know, things just continue to be <laughs> rough, but, you know, we've all yeah. had those days yeah. too. Okay. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, so yeah, so the spiritual detox, right? You know, um, normally, when we're thinking about detox, we're thinking about the physical, right? We're not thinking about the spiritual part of it at all. So um, how, how are detoxes spiritual other than the mindset piece? I think they're spiritual because, like I said before, they're an act of self-love. And for us to really we're energetic beings in a physical body. We are part of the divine. We are divine beings. Mm -hmm. And when we, I think, commit to doing something for ourselves like this, we are, like you said, honoring ourselves, our souls, our body. And that's very spiritual. And so also, in addition to, so I like to combine and make things efficient. So what I do when I'm moving through one of these is I actually have like a morning gratitude meditation. So instead of writing all the things, I will get into a space of calm, quiet, bring in that energy of love, of happiness, of gratitude in my heart space. And so I'm like resonating in that awesome vibration. And then I sort of go through my list of all the things I'm grateful for. And it's sort of like, um, I find that though, if all of us out there have watched Abraham Hicks in the past or listened to, um, to her and, you know, she goes on her rampages. So that sort of, to me is like, I get into this rampage of gratitude and, um, and it just, again, it raises your vibration. And when we're vibing higher, we know what, you know, again, the law of attraction, like, like like attract like sorry <laughs> and so we will attract more of those good things you know whatever it is that we're trying to bring in you know that health the wealth the prosperity the abundance the job the relationship the career whatever it is that is more likely to come to us in a way that is better than we can ever imagine when we've raised our vibration and Absolutely. we have to do that with intention um, because again, we're human. And so if we just let ourselves bonk around the world and the planet, then there's going to be times where we feel good and feel bad, but in general, we're not going to really 
manifest or create anything with intention. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really where the spiritual piece comes in is sort of bringing in all the little things that we sort of know about, but with intention, putting them into practice. Yeah, I love that. And so um, what is, so I, I, I'm sure I know people have questions about the detox part of it. Like what is, like what is, what can I include? What should I not include? Is it, is detoxing basically, it's not about starving myself, right? So, um, Absolutely not. <laughs> but so just, just generally, like, what would you recommend for people generally to, uh, as a way of detoxing? So my approach is gentle and eating, you can, I am, I'm a meat eater myself, but, um, I know a lot of people are out there are not, and even if they are, there's a large swath of this planet that doesn't have access to what I consider clean meat sources. So the first thing for food could be to eliminate meats, but you don't have to, but go as clean as possible with all the food. So whole fresh vegetables, ideally as many green vegetables as possible within the winter detox period, we're also going to actually have root vegetables. So beets and radishes and um, those types of things too, because we're also, and you talked earlier about, um, you know, having a sweet tooth. And this is something that's really important when we are constantly eating sweets that overactivates that part of our palate. And so one of the things, especially about a winter detox is that those bitter and astringent foods are actually the ones that are in season. And when we go through this process by eating those foods, it reawakens that part of our palate. And when we awaken all the different taste parts of our palate, then we're less likely to want so much sweets because this, once we desensitize the sweet, then it's like overpowering. And so and if any of you out there have gone through even, you know, like a sugar detox itself, you'll notice that your palate changes. And that's a really good thing because it actually helps you sustain not going back to the sugar later. So uh, we definitely want to avoid anything that's processed. So no processed anything, um, no artificial flavors or sugars. So, and I mean, you would think that goes hand in hand with no process anything, but it's harder and harder to find things that haven't been processed. So reading labels is really important or being clear about, okay, I'm going to have this nut milk, nut milk. I'm going to read the label, whether it's, you know, coconut, cashew, almond, oat, any of those things, um, being clear, okay, what preservatives are in it, or hopefully you can find one that doesn't have any preservatives. So a lot of this is about we're helping our body remove the chemicals that have been stored in our fat, in our bodies, in our liver, in all the different places in our GI tract. Um, if we're not having regular bowel movements, there's a, an amazing amount of toxins that can just live in our gut, um, unfortunately. So this is about having regular movements and um, and just really getting things moving through. So beyond food, um, there is a practice called skin brushing and you get, you can get a soft bristle brush or they make bristle brushes in different levels of stiffness. 
Um, but you want to just brush the body from the extremity to the heart. And just doing that simple motion awakens your lymphatic system, which is one of the main symptoms that removes toxins from all of your cells. Mm -hmm. And so again, that's part of like getting things moving. And then we want to make sure that we're getting a good sweat on because our second largest organ, no, our largest organ of our body is our skin. And so it's also our largest detox organ because when we sweat, it comes out of the pores. And so whether that's, you know, making a beautiful salt bath for yourself with some essential oils and having that quiet time, that's beautiful. And it gets a great sweat on, or maybe it's sitting in a sauna, or maybe it's just going for a brisk walk enough to break a sweat. So that's what we want. And if we could do that every day, that would be fantastic. You don't have to do the same thing every day. You can mix it up. So maybe one night you have the warm bath, maybe the next night you go for the walk and maybe, you know, another night in the week, like you, if you don't have a sauna near you, you can make an appointment to go have some sauna time and dry your steam is fine. It doesn't matter which the most important thing is that you're sweating. So what else? Ooh. Another thing actually is oil pulling and tongue scraping. And so again, our oral cavity is a is one of the first lines of defense in our immune system. But so it's important that we keep it clean. And so swishing with the oil really helps balance those microbi the the microbiome of our mouth and it helps the good bacteria, you know, stay in balance with the the not so good. And which also, again, will decrease your chances of cavities and, and all those things. But then when we tongue scrape and use a metal tongue scraper, not plastic, you're actually helping your body again. Um, and this is an Ayurvedic practice. So um, there's different areas of the tongue that are affiliated with different organs and areas of our body. And when we scrape that tongue in the morning, it is taking everything that your body was releasing. So your body also releases things through the tongue and you see that in the morning when you wake up. So just scraping that in the morning after you've brushed your teeth. It's a really good way to help your body get rid of excess things that is already trying to shed. Um, so let's see. I can keep going. <laughs> awesome. That was great. No, that was, that was really helpful. That's really it's helpful. To, to know. Um, I would just, I just want to tell everybody with the oil pilling, if you're using coconut oil, for example, don't spit it out in the sink, spit it out in the garbage. Otherwise it could clog up your, your, um, uh, what's it called? Your pipes. Yes. Your pipes. Yes. I was going to say pores, like not pores, pipes. Yes. It could clog up your pipes. That's yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I love this type of information. I love this type of wisdom so that we can start to use it and implement it right away in our lives, you know? And um, and every little bit is going to help us uh, to be healthier, to be, you know, stronger, to, you know, clear, clear and cleanse our, our body, which is going to help us at the emotional level too and the mental level and spiritual level as well, right? We, our body is our vehicle, um, in this lifetime, you know, for our soul to experience life. And so the more, the more that we can do and take care of the body, the better experience that we will have with the body here and now. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. And, and just, again, coming back to that space of appreciation for this body, I think, um, 
I know I caught myself um, and did a big like mind evaluation of myself and how I talked to my body um, at one point where I was at a space where I wanted to, you know, shed a few pounds. And I caught myself in the act of saying like mean, mean things. And for the longest time, I was completely unaware. I'm like, wow, well, no wonder, like if my body's not feeling loved and feeling accepted, then it's going to make it that much harder for it to, you know, reshape itself, rebalance itself to release what no longer serves me. So, excuse me. Yeah, absolutely. We need we, we need to understand that our body is here with us, supporting us, you know, the best that it can, but we also need to support it, right? We also need to support the body. So um, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the light body detox framework and how that's different. So I know you already talked a little bit about detoxing, but is there anything else about the about the light body detox framework that we haven't touched on yet? So we talked about how food is medicine. That's the that's the first part of the framework. Uh, the second part is thought work. And we talked a little bit about that, but, and that's a process. That's a whole lifelong process, really. But yeah. I think, yeah. again, if we come back to our why, when we're doing this, and we can get specific so that it becomes less overwhelming. And and all of these, you know, there's so many different aspects that it can, it can be overwhelming. And that's why it's helpful to go through it with a group, with a coach, um, you know, so you're not sort of, you know, like feeling your way blind down the hallway all, all alone. Yeah. Um, and so if when at the beginning, when you get clear on your why, then we can be clear about the thought work the that we're going to do throughout. So it's going to be specific to the same intention. Um, and so that's another aspect. And then movement, we, we talked about it a little bit. I talked about the brisk walk, but you know, really gentle movement every day is really important. Um, even if it's just a nice little yin yoga stretching practice before bed, or maybe even a yin yoga first thing in the morning to you know awaken those muscles. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was just I was just thinking like, oh, I didn't get my walk today so it's like oh maybe I'll do some yoga before I go to bed just a little bit just to you know have that yeah. bit of exercise and movement because I didn't get a chance it was a busy day <laughs> busy yeah day. I mean because it feels so good I think that we forget like how good especially yin yoga feels and that's again so this is a practice of loving our body and doing things that feel good and I, I think that's a message that really gets lost a lot when we talk about detoxes or cleanses there's this a uh, very Western, you know, structure and, you know, sort of militant way that it has been approached in the past. And really, it's about bringing in gentleness, bringing in self-love. And the last part of the framework before I go off on this other tangent is breath work. And the reason is because so much of our body and our detox mechanisms also comes through our breath. And most of us don't breathe correctly anyway. And so if we can just this, a lot of times little periods like this are the, you know, the open door to a whole new way of living, really. I mean, and I can say this personally, I've, um, I did a Panchakarma cleanse back in September 
And I went to a retreat center for a week and, you know, I went through the whole protocol, but so many of those things that I did just for that week, I've carried through and I'm still doing them. Um, two of those things are, uh, or three of them are the oil pulling, mm-hmm. t- tongue scraping and skin brushing. And those three, because those are great daily practices, again, just for maintenance and to keep yeah. things moving. So there's some things that you'll start during this period. And then those, some of those things you will continue because you like them, they feel good. And it's easy to just, you know, keep them in your day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In- incorporating things that are easy, you, you'll, you'll tend to do that more often than the heavy, the heavy duty, hard stuff is like, oh, I'm not too sure. So I just wanted to ask everybody here, um, who of you have done a detox before and who has not done a detox before? If you could want to just type in the chat, just let me just let us know if you've done a detox before or if you haven't done a detox before. Now, I'm, I'll be honest, I have not done a detox before. I'll be honest, I have not. I've thought about it many times, <laughs> but I have not done it, you know? Um, and then... If you haven't done one, why not? For me, it's, it's, it was, I'll be honest, it was because like, oh, it seems so difficult. You know, it's like, I don't know. It just seems so difficult. I don't know. It's like, if, if, like I, I think I just didn't understand uh, what it was exactly and how to do it. And it just seemed like so complicated. And it's like, uh, like why can't I just fast? So what's the difference between, you know, detoxing and fasting? You know, so fasting, I can do no problem. I, you know, that's not uh, hard for me. So what's the difference mm-hmm. between that and, and detoxing? The only thing I can think of is with detoxing, you're still getting some nutrients and with fasting, you're basically not, right? Yes. And it, it you know, there's different types of fasting out there too. Like, um, but the traditional um, sort of orthodox way to fast would be water only for a certain amount of time. Right. So, um, yes, but no, in a detox, we are specifically eating to cleanse and alkaline the, um, the blood, our system, cleansing the kidneys, cleansing the liver, and really getting all of those fluids that run through our body every day as clean as possible. And so we're looking, we're eating foods that will specifically help support the liver, the kidneys, our circulatory system, our lymphatic system um, by rebalancing our body's pH. And again, not to get too sciencey, but, you know, um, a lot of us, when we live in these Western world, we get too acidic. Mm -hmm. And when our body is too acidic, then it is more prone to disease Mm -hmm. and inflammation. So this is a great way to rebalance and sort of to help your body get back into balance. And and so that's also like, you know, some people that choose to can eat an alkalizing diet every day year round. And so, you know, that's kind of what we're doing in a shorter period. And, you know, this is my version of a detox. So that's the difference. And if you want to continue, if you're an intermittent faster, and you want to continue to do that through the detox, you totally can. Um, my plan provides you three meals a day and snacks if you need them, depending on where you are um, with, you know, your, your blood sugar regulation and, and that sort of thing, because I don't want it to be 
a shock to the system. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to have, you know, some of the quote die off symptoms that um, people experience when they go from one extreme way of living to another, you know, extreme. If we go from unhealthy to extremely healthy, our yeah. body can actually like you'll feel it because you'll have headaches. You might get, you might start sweating because, yeah. you know, things are just, you know, moving on their own. And, um, and so we can make it a gentle process that doesn't have to be. So um, I agree with the gentle process. I think it's important, you know, for us to, to move, you know, not to do the whole cold turkey thing, you know, cause it's like, it, it is a shock to the system. It's a shock to the body and we want to be gentle and caring and supportive and nurturing to our body because it takes the brunt of so of so much that we do in, in, in our lives right and so um i think you know gradually you know we can move into a better lifestyle a healthier lifestyle it doesn't have to be you know all cold turkey my husband tends to do the whole cold turkey route and i was like i'm not doing it <laughs> you know, it's like, i was like i'm gonna do it like this you know this way and that way and we'll figure it out but he likes to just cold turkey. He's like, that's it. No more of this and no more of that. And it's like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that works we're all for me, right? So, we're, <laughs> we're, you know, it's like, it's also about us, what works for you, right? Um, right. Honoring that. Yeah. Um, and I will say too, you mentioned just again, a little um, with the the sugar at the beginning and, you know, going through a detox like this because there, um, there is still fruit in, in the protocol and the, um, the dietary aspect of it. And so again, we're stimulating those different areas of the tongue, those different palate areas, those different tastes that, and we're, you know, sort of, I'll say the word down regulating that sweet part but you're still having sugar in the form of some fruit, mm -hmm. but it's very, so it's like low glycemic. And so if you can start yourself off by doing this and doing it for the two weeks, then when you're quote unquote done, then it's actually easier for your body to, again, not go back to the super sweet, the artificially sweet items. And so it really is a good way to prepave and prepare yourself for moving forward into something that can sometimes be even more daunting, like a sugar detox or a sugar cleanse, um, or I don't know how else you want to phrase it, but you know, like a, a if, really I were, if I were to give up you know, <laughs> sugar, I think I would have headaches every day, which may would, you know, for a few days and I'd be cranky and my whole body would ache. I know that would, I know that's what would happen, you know, cause like every time you know, or in the past when I have like gone off of tea, for example, it's like, okay, I'm not drinking any more tea. It's re it's really the sugar in the tea that was, was the culprit. It wasn't actually the tea, it, you know, it was the sugar in the tea. And so, um, I know that's hard for me because I, I, I do like my tea first thing in the morning and then at four o'clock I'm Indian. I like my tea twice in a day, you know? Yeah. Um, and you can still have those things. No, so again, no, no. Because people say, well, just have tea, but no honey, no sugar, no nothing. It's like, forget it. It's like, I, it's not even worth it. And it's like, forget it, you know? So, you know, the, people say that even like if you're if you're doing intermittent fasting or whatever, they say, no, no, no. On those days, you don't have your tea. You don't put milk in it. You don't put sugar in it. So well, then, you know, forget it. I'll have water. Thank you. 
<laughs> I would no. agree. Yeah, for intermittent fasting, yes, you don't want any because in the, within their milk there is sugar. Um, and so because lactose is the milk sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one of the whole reasons we intermittent fast is to keep our blood sugar lower, right? And so if we, so it's interesting because if you follow like the the bulletproof. Um, theory of intermittent fasting, then that's where you like, you can have like the fat sources in the morning. And so like, you're not eating food. So again, it's just how orthodox are you going to be with your fasting? So I found that when I was doing the intermittent fasting on a more regular basis, I like to have bone broth in the morning, which with some either coconut oil or ghee but then I would work out also. So I was using that to sort of, you know, prepave my workout and then still not having food, food until lunchtime. So there are ways, but, you know, again, a true fast is water and that's it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I can do that for one day. It's like, yeah, it's all about the prepaving. So if you, again, you, it's funny how our human minds work when we make a decision that we're going to do something and we prepare for it, then we're much more likely to follow it through to be successful. And so if you give yourself that week of prep before the detox, and then you can say, okay, well, I'm only going to have the tea or maybe I'll have decaf tea, Um, you know, and (laughs) no, Well, you can also try, um, you know, I'm all, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about the taste. So it's about the taste. If it doesn't taste like my regular tea, forget it. I'll have water. I'm so picky with, with that. Or stevia? I know. I thought, I thought stevia, I thought stevia was not good. Well, it's hard to find a good one, but if you can find a good one, <laughs> <laughs> like the real plant product that's naturally sweet is okay and it's a calorie free sweetener and it's considered a natural sweetener because it is from a plant it is very hard to find a good product i will agree with that i even get frustrated when i think i've found one like i shop on amazon that's out of convenience and so i'll buy one brand thinking it's fine and you can't really see the label online and then it gets to the house and i'm like damn it, that was, I can't use this, yeah, you know, exactly. like, so I end up giving it away or <laughs> if they'll let me, I'll return it, you know, <laughs> so yeah, yes, and some people just don't like stevia in general, and that's fine too, and that's why, you know, monk fruit is another plant-based oh, yeah. sweetener. Um, I, mean, I did it, switch from sugar to honey a long time ago, so that was a good, I thought that was good of me that's really good that. yeah. <laughs> um, but, but then you know they say well honey is still sugar it's like oh okay well then what you know so yeah so let's talk about that so honey yes honey is sugar but honey is also full of things that are really good for your immune system and can be really good for allergies if you're an allergy sufferer so if you're just having honey in your tea and that's all you're having every day in terms of sugar then that's fine. I would say like, I, you know, unless you're, I would be shocked to find a diabetic out there that that's, that was their, you know, the, the thing. So so you're saying me having caramel popcorn is not a good thing. That could probably, you know, spike that blood sugar a little bit. (laughs) 
it's, it's yeah. or coke or coke you know that's not a good thing either so yeah okay well yeah. once so this it's all one bag of caramel popcorn is finished i'm not buying anymore yeah that's so that's good yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've said it live on camera once this <laughs> bag of caramel popcorn is done i'm not buying anymore Oh, yeah, that, there you go. But, oh, I'm yeah. So, so bad. important to like when we think about these things to put it into context. So, like if you're a person that like wakes up and you immediately like run to Starbucks and you have like a huge frappuccino in the morning, and then maybe you need like your afternoon latte with all the whipped cream and the syrups and the whatever after you, know? and then you're also like snacking on I don't know the the, the kettle corn throughout the day because I have co-workers that love that kettle corn too um you know and then at home after dinner you have a nice rich dessert now that's a lot of sugar throughout the day I don't have I don't have that much I'll be honest I, I don't know, I'm just using it as an extreme example <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's important just again like keep things in perspective and yeah. just you know approach yourself where you are. Even if you're that person that I just described, just start to think about, okay, where's one way, where's one place, one time of my day that I could maybe eliminate one of these things, knowing that I'm, I have excess in this area of my life and just start, you know, eliminating one in a one at a time. I mean, that's mm -hmm. when I first started my healing journey, like, I don't know, way back in the day in 12, 2012, 13, 14, something like that. I started with um, gluten because I knew I had IBS. I had been ignoring for many, many years. And, but it finally got to a point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. So the whole glowing gluten-free was still a considered a fad back mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought, you know what, I'm just going to try this and just see if I feel better. And lo and behold, not even like two weeks, not even a full month, I was feeling better. So I'm like, okay. And I was doing some other reading and research. My next thing was dairy that I eliminated for myself. And that was a game changer for me. There was so much about my health that shifted when I gave up the dairy. Mm. So much so that I don't miss it. Like every now and then I miss cheese, but that's the only thing, especially now because we have so many good um, nut products as substitutes. So now in my coffee, I, I like coconut milk. That's my thing. Um, but uh, anyway, and so then beyond that, I went through a period where I tried to, cause I was, I wasn't sure if I had a candida issue or not. And so I thought, well, and I read the book, you know, one of the books out there and it's, you know, eliminate sugar. So mm -hmm. I did, I eliminated all sugar, um, which is a little extreme, but in order to, you know, attack the candida, you have to eliminate all sugar. So that's an extreme position that I would not recommend for most people, unless you know that that's what you're working towards is that candida mm -hmm. elimination. But for, again, for a lot of people having those low glycemic fruits is still fine. That's sugar, but it's what we consider the healthy sugar. Yeah. Honey is technically considered a healthy sugar because it's a natural product from, from our wonderful bees. Yeah. that we really need more of across the planet so <laughs> I mine the one I have is uh wildflower honey you know so it's like it's, you know I like it anyways I, that's what I have not the billy bee that you get in the in the grocery stores in Canada it's like that is disgusting I gotta tell you it's like yeah. oh my it's god a, like, it's I you know um 
Honey can also be a seasonal product depending on where you live in the world. But if you know of a farmer or someone that produces it locally, that is the best way. So wherever you are, buy your honey from a local producer because it has all those good things that that came from the environment that you live in that will help your body um, live in a more cohesive state with that. So. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. And, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, how many of us, I mean, I already said it, declared it quite, you know, loudly. I am, I have a sweet tooth. I, I eat sugar too much, you know, and I, I need to cut, cut back. Right. But how but, uh, the milk part, you know, um, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I only have milk in my tea and then I have milk in my cereal, which, you know, whatever, but if if I were to tell my parents, okay, mom, dad, you got to stop drinking milk. They'll be like, what? Milk? We, we have, you have to have milk. It has so many nutrients. It has this and that, you know, it's like, this is what we grew up on is milk and sugar and butter, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that's what, you know, like, that's what they have milk, sugar and butter. That is what they need to be farmers, for example, you know, live, you know, do farming and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's very, um, ingrained in their psyche that yeah they they have to have the milk and if they don't have the milk it's like they're not getting all the nutrients they need and yeah, even so, if they have gas all the yeah. time like and i told i tell my mom's like mom maybe you're lactose intolerant maybe you should cut back on milk no no <laughs> so yeah so there's when it comes to milk a lot of that information was you know um falsely exaggerated how we'll just say it that way (laughs) from from the big dairy industry now there is such a thing as raw organic dairy and you know for those of us that aren't sensitive in again small amounts it's probably fine and um I know several of my friends that actually uh, made their baby formula when they couldn't breastfeed anymore they made their own instead of buying it in the store and they used um, raw raw dairy. So there uh, there are some benefits to it. And here's the thing though, like most of us because it's a cow product, our bodies just we our bodies don't know what to do with it and our bodies actually see it as a foreign invader and creates an immune response. Mm-hmm. So there is, you know, when you're lactose intolerant, the technical definition of that is that you just don't have that enzyme to break down the lactose. And right. so that causes the GI stuff, but mm-hmm. you can take dietary enzymes and that'll fix that. No problem. Right. But right. a lot of us like myself actually have a casein allergy. So if you, um, casein is the protein that's in milk and casein is also a protein that's in any protein powder that uses whey. So if you've ever noticed yourself getting phlegmy or itchy or sneezy or coffee or any of these things, that is more of an allergic reaction than it is just an enzymatic deficiency. Mm-hmm. So those are the two separate things. Now you can always have a test if you want, you know, a full, a firm confirmative answer, you can take it to test. There's lots of them out there. Um, They're very inexpensive these days also. Um, And, you know, I, I took one too and I'm like, okay, well, it confirmed what I already knew. But now that I know it, it is also, it's easier for me to say no to things. And especially desserts, because so many desserts are made with cream or Mm -hmm. milk. So it's 
really hard to find a vegan dessert. And um, sometimes I call myself a meat eating vegan, which really irritates a lot of people, but, <laughs> but I can't, I can't do dairy. My body just doesn't tolerate it. So in yeah. that way, I am a vegan, <laughs> but yeah. um, I still do eat meat. So in that way, I'm not obviously, but um, so that's funny because, yeah. you know, when I was, when I was just home, my mom, you know, she makes all her desserts from, you know, from scratch and they're all made with milk. <laughs> milk and sugar so much milk and sugar you know it's like but it's so good it's like okay yes I'll have some you know knowing that you know I'm only here for a few weeks and then I'm gone I'm not gonna have it again for a couple of years so it's okay <laughs> but it's like yeah. ah, so good um so Dr. Lara Linda was asking if you can explain what a functional medicine practitioner is Yes. So in functional medicine, we, we look to get to the root of your inflammation. So uh, functional medicine practices off of the tenant that all disease is caused by some sort of inflammation, whether it's acute or chronic. And, um, and it's not just one thing. So we look at your whole system. So even if, let's say, um, I'll use myself as an example. I have, uh, was diagnosed with IBS when I was 23. And so you would think, okay, well, we'll just look at your gut and that's fine. But really we also want to look at, you know, um, neurotransmitter balance, hormone balance, thyroid balance, all of these things, because all of that is made in the gut and it is transported throughout our body into other areas where it works. So like our neurotransmitters, serotonin specifically is made in our gut and then it's transported to the brain, which is then, you know, uh, like that's how we, you know, feel happiness or like we measure, <laughs> yeah. like struggling to figure out a way to say it, like how we, you know, why we feel and the same with dopamine. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a functional medicine practitioner will look at the whole system and we test for things in a different way than a, than a Western or um, a Western medicine physician will. So, whereas um, let's say like if you're a female having some hormone imbalance where, and again, this is something I've been through myself also, you ask your doctor to test your hormones. Well, they'll do a blood test for probably your estrogen, your testosterone, maybe progesterone if you're lucky, but they'll also like not really take your cycle into account. Mm -hmm. So what is that really telling you? Not a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> so a functional medicine practitioner will look at the whole gamut of your hormones, take them into the context with your cycle. And then we can also look at metabolites and we can see how your body is actually breaking down the estrogen. So for estrogen, there's multiple pathways. And one of them is the pathway that can increase your risk for cancer. And the other one is what we consider a healthy pathway. And so depending on, you know, what your metabolites are, we can see, you know, is your body getting rid of all that excess estrogen? Once it's used what it needs, is it able to release uh, what it doesn't need? And so I bringing it back to detox, that's a really good reason for us to detox too, because those hormones are actually metabolized through the liver. And so when we need a, as healthy and clean liver as possible. Um, and so, and it needs help all the time. <laughs> awesome. Good. Thank you. Um, and Tanya was asking, she says she used to eat sauerkraut 
the sauerkraut quite often. I was speaking of sauerkraut, my husband just bought salmon because he's like, this is so good for you. It's so healthy. And I'm like, yeah, okay, enjoy. <laughs> I'm not eating it. And she says, um, now I now if I eat it, my whole body's aching. Did I, did I develop some sort of intolerance for the sauerkraut? You could have developed an intolerance. Is I my big question is is this um, a sauerkraut that you're making or that you're buying? Because if you're buying it, then I would definitely look at the label and see what they're preserving it in. Because right. that you could be having a reaction to the preservative. And so that's something else that a functional medicine can test for. We can test, you know, for your whole all of your micronutrient levels, but we can also test to see you know, if you have a buildup of these preservatives in your body, or if you're having um, a reaction to some uh, mycotoxins, which are like different molds that could be, you know, in your house or in your environment. A lot of things that are very indolent, but over time, if again, if our body just can't fight it anymore, then can start to cause uh, symptomology. And sometimes we can get a buildup of certain chemicals, certain um, toxins in our body that, that you know, it, it, it might not seem like a big thing, which is like just, you know, a little bit at a time, but it, as it's building up, because we're not doing any detoxing, we're not doing any cleansings of our body and everything, it just stays there. And so that buildup is what can cause illness or disease or discomfort or aches and pains or whatever, right? Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So it will, it will cause that, that, um, those low levels of chronic inflammation, which present themselves as in the way you just described. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you, Tanya. Hopefully that, um, helped. So if you're not making your own, it might be, it might be a, pres a preservative that the sauerkraut is in. Oh, and um, just for the second part of Linda's question was how does she find one in her local area? You can go to, um, there's a website for the, um, what is it called? It's like the big accrediting body that we all are a part of um, to be certified. And they have a list of all, all across the world of all the function medicine practitioners that they certified. So. Um, it's imf.org. I'll put it in the chat. Okay, cool. So imf.org, and then you can look for uh, functional medicine practitioners in Canada or in Alberta. Yeah. Oh, Good. Awesome. Sorry. Everyone. Um, so I know we're going to do, we're going to receive a live guided energy detox in just a minute. Uh, functional medicine is very big in North America, very new here in London. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. possible. And it, here in Europe too, I don't know, like in Austria, much, I don't even know. Um, I will have to check. I'll have to go on that website and check and see is there, <laughs> is there a, a functional medicine practitioner close by to where I am, right? Yeah. 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 But, but so yeah. many should just check that uh, website and see, you know. Maybe there's uh, somebody that you haven't heard of or known before, so you never know. So just check that website and see. Yeah, and so um, I'll say too that um, in most of my practice, I practice virtually because of the tests, all the tests that I order, 
um, can be sent to your home. So either the order comes to you and you can take it to a phlebotomy lab for your draw or for your collection, depending on what it is, mm -hmm. or I can have the, a test kit sent directly to you and you know you follow the instructions, package it up and put it back in the mail. And so that is one um, aspect that's nice. And, and most functional medicine practitioners are not actually diagnosing because you already know you know, what the issue is, you're coming to me with the issue that hasn't been solved by Western medicine. So that's, you know, sort of a difference too. Um, there are some functional medicine practitioners that are MDs that do diagnose. I am not one of those. I am a clinical pharmacist, so it is not my job to diagnose mm -hmm. just for clarity's sake. Um, but so it depends like where you are in your healthcare journey. It was, you know, there's some people out there that are suffering with the mystery illness that hasn't been diagnosed yet. And so um, there's lots of tests that we can do to sort of not necessarily give you a diagnosis, but figure out where the inflammation is coming from. Is it tick-borne? Is it a mold illness? Is it candida? Is it SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth? Is it IBS? You know, all the things. So there's lots of testing depending on your presentation and your symptomology um, that, again, doesn't necessarily need a Western diagnosis either, if that helps okay. clear that up too. Awesome. Good. Thank you. And, you know, and that's the thing too. It's like, um, yeah, sometimes those mystery illnesses or something even though like the, the doctor might have said, oh, I think, I think it's this, but you know, it's like something inside of you says, well, maybe, maybe not. I'm not feeling that. I'm feeling like maybe there's something else here. Right. And so sometimes it is important to, uh, you know, see if you can find a, another opinion because we don't always want to go the medical route because they, they just, they have their set way of doing things. And I think for a lot of us, it's like, we're looking for something out of the box, a little bit different um that's more holistic you know healing wise so um there's no harm in getting a second opinion uh either so um Manisha's, i have now here in london that my son and, and i consult today's session is so important and music to my ears oh good <laughs> uh we are following a lot of protocols that dr lara has been talking about it's called health path okay good awesome keep keep doing yeah. it and i'll I want to say one more thing about the difference between functional medicine and, you know, a traditional Western medicine approach is that, like you said, even if they, you know, you get a diagnosis from them, most likely what they're going to do is give you a prescription or some sort of medication that's, that will treat yeah. your symptom, yeah. but will not get to the root cause. Functional medicine practitioners seek out the root cause. And that's really important because if you resolve the root cause, then you actually resolve the problem. And so, so many of these things that are considered chronic diseases in Western medicine can actually be completely reversed or resolved. And I think that that's not talked about enough. And um, in the new year, one of my new, uh, I guess, crusade for lack of a better word is going to be talking a lot about reversing diabetes, um, type two diabetes specifically, because it is, so preventable and reversible. And I don't think that gets enough airtime and attention, but that's a perfect example of, 
Western medicine will tell you to do one thing, but that thing, even if it's just how you eat, will actually contribute to the progression of the diabetes, not the reversal. And then they'll give you more medicine. And then, you know, and it's a, a horrible, vicious cycle that leads to a lot of, unfortunately, death and so many other things. So, um, yes, functional medicine is is definitely a different approach to help you heal and reverse the inflammation that's happening in your body. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so I know, like I said, we're going to do a live guided energy detox. Don't know what that is, but we're going <laughs> to... We're going to do that in a minute. But before we do that, um, Dr. Lara, I just want to take a moment and talk about the packages. And the packages are basically, well, let me get onto the page. One second. Hold on. I'm going to share my screen so that you can talk about it. Okay. But it's uh, it's available at, hold on, lara.at forward slash show forward slash Lara 11. And I'm going to share my screen. Okay, hold on. So let me just. All right, so there's three packages. Uh, the Vibe Tribe Detox Membership Winter Detox. Uh, package B is the Light Body Aligned Life Membership for the month of December. And then the Energy Healing Vibe Tribe Monthly um, Membership. So let's let's talk a little bit about what, what all these three are. And so package A is $88. Package B is $44 for the month of December. And package C is $22 per month. Yes. So the Vitribe Detox membership is a seasonal detox throughout the year. So we start with winter in a, a couple weeks. And then your next detox will be in the spring in March and then summer in June and then um, autumn in September. And so it's essentially a, a quarterly membership. And um, the uh, package for $88 is winter. And um, so with this, we do three live calls. The first live call is the beginning of what would be your prep week. So that week that I talked about where you decide your why and you, we talk about, you know, what all is coming up and you get to look at your own calendar and figure out how it's going to work for you and start to wean some of those things down that might cause the detox symptoms later. So the caffeine, the sugar, the, you know, getting your sleep in order, all that. So that's the first live call. And then the second live call is the very beginning of the detox. So like within the first, um, I think I want to do it like on the third day. So everyone will start on the same day, but we'll do the first call like two or three days in to see how it's going and to ask questions and talk about, you know, what's going on with everyone. And um, all of these sessions too will have a guided um, energy healing meditation with it also, because I want us all to be in alignment and be in that practice of raising our vibration and changing our energy with intention. And then the third live call is at the conclusion of the detox. And um, so that'll just be a wrap up call to see how it went, you know, what was easy, what was hard, uh, what you guys would like to see different next time. And, and again, it'll um, have that um, energy healing guided meditation also. And so with that, you get 
all the meal plans, the shopping lists, the recipes. There is um, a, a food diary that you can print out for yourself if you don't have a journal. And then there's also information about supplementation and um, different different things. So like I have actual a guide about skin brushing and a guide about tooth, um, uh, sorry, um, tongue scraping and one about oil oil pulling and also like different teas. So I have a whole ebook about detox teas um, that can be included to and some of them help keep your movements regular. So that's okay. just an example there. Yeah. Awesome. That's package A. And then package B is for the month of December membership in the Light Body Aligned Life membership. Yes. So this is actually um, a monthly clean eating membership, and it's also a group health coaching membership. So every month I will provide you with um, the full month of clean eating recipes, shopping lists, and all of so essentially all the things that I just outlined for the detox will also be included in the month. But then, you know, it'll there'll be a theme. And so for the month of December, I think the theme is, um, I think it was gratitude. I'll have to look. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head right now. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so you get a live call with me. So you get all of the, the shopping list, the recipes, all of that stuff to set yourself up so you know what to eat for the month. And so it's decided for you. You don't have to think about it. And (laughs) yeah, and you know, you don't have to use all four weeks if you don't want, but four weeks are provided. So Mm -hmm. sometimes with my clients, I say, you know what, if, if a new week is too much each week, then just repeat the week before. If you liked it and it went well, just repeat that. It's easy, you know, take some of that stress off of yourself. Like you don't have to do it all. And so, (laughs) but anyway, so, um, so I provide the space for you to ask questions, you get health coaching, um, you can come and also receive um, a guided monthly Reiki healing session also. So that's all included. And that's um, a monthly membership. Awesome. So that's package, yeah, that's package B and then package B, C, the energy healing vibe tribe package for the yeah. monthly membership. Yeah, so I love to um, provide Reiki healing sessions for people. It's one of the things I enjoy most. And so this is a space for us um, all to come together and you guys just get to receive um, Reiki and energy healing. And so uh, one of the things that I thought would be really nice since I know like we're all over the world and we can't all possibly find and meet at the same time is that you can submit your intentions, your questions, or, you know, um, your things that you want healed or cleared ahead of time. And those will be addressed in the live call. So, and, and you have the recordings to keep for life. And that's true for the other memberships too. There'll be recordings that you, um, that you get to keep and download. Awesome. So again, package A, B, and C are available for Dr. Lara's packages, Vibe Tribe Detox Membership, Winter Detox, Light Body Aligned Membership for December, and the Energy Healing Vibe Tribe Monthly Membership. And um, just sign up for Package A, for Package B, or Package C, whichever one resonates with you, and enjoy and receive. So this is a lot about receiving, 
Um, and, and at the same time, if you're doing the detox, letting go, right? So again, these three packages are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Lara 11, L-A-R-A 11. So please do check them out. Um, all right. So I know, Dr. Lara, that we are going to be doing uh, a guided process, mm -hmm. guided energy yeah. detox. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what that will like I didn't even know what could that possibly be so I'm looking forward well, to receiving that and experiencing yeah. it okay are we ready I think so yeah all right so everyone come to a comfortable seat wherever you are close your eyes and just start to breathe easily and deeply coming into your body Inhale deeply, feel your belly expand. Inhale deep into your belly, through your nose and exhale, just let it all go. Take another big deep yogic breath in through your belly, feel your belly expand in through your nose and exhale. Let it all go. Continue to breathe deeply and easily in this pattern, feeling your belly expand and exhaling, releasing all that no longer serves you. We call in your higher self and my higher self. We call on the entire spiritual and cosmic hierarchy of the highest divine light and love to come in and surround us now, we ask that a gigantic ascension healing column of light be opened up all around us. Feel your energy expand up, up, up to meet the great central sun of healing above you. And just feel this light opening and pouring through this gigantic column of light around you. Through the column through your soul star chakra above your head, opening and awakening. Feel the energy come through your crown, opening and awakening that higher knowledge, that higher understanding. Feel the light coming down through your eyes so that you may see the truth in all things. Feel the light coming into your ears, opening up your ears, your ear chakras, so you can hear the truth in all things. Bring that light down into your throat chakra, clearing and awakening that area of your body and your energetic field where you speak your truth, where you express your choices. Just feel that energy swirling, awakening, clearing, and aligning. Bring the energy down into your high heart and your heart space. Opening.
just continue to stay with the process. Continue to receive. I think we lost Dr. Lara, but hopefully she'll be able to come back. I'm just going to wait another minute and see. I'm not even sure if she knows she got kicked out that <laughs> we lost her. Um, but anyways, I was already starting to feel the energies from the, the process. So just stay in it for a few more minutes because um, maybe, you know, she's still doing the process and doesn't realize that she's not in the Zoom room anymore. So just keep receiving. 
All right, everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here for your questions, comments, and feedback. And until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.